how's it hanging? How's it happen? You guys know this is Ken from the Chord Progression Podcast. Hey, everybody. I think I did two of these that I said that the, they were like on the 25th of October. But this was actually the 25th of October because we're closer to the end of October and October end. Why does that sound like the name of the band that we have on? Because it's October end. That's actually the name of the band that we have on today. Before we jump into the podcast, though, I do want to thank our sponsor. So it's me! Manscaped, oh yeah, it is. So, Manscaped is the best care for your boys down there. So, picture me this. Let, let, let's paint a scenario for you. Say, you and your partner are, you know, about to have a pretty good time. And all of a sudden, you look down there, and all of a sudden, you're haunted by the unkempt lawn. Yeah, you don't want all of a sudden hair all over the place. You don't want to look like Doc Brown or a mad scientist that's like, Great Scott, Marty. No, you don't want to be looking out like that. You don't want to be looking like Rick Sanchez, you know, wubba lubba dub dub. You don't want to be looking like that down there. So you're going to want to make sure you get the best shave for your boys down there so that you're not scaring anyone away this spooky season. Well, at least down there. You might be scaring people up here, but not down there. You don't want that down there. So how, what's the best way to make sure you maintain your uh, your lawn down there? Lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped. Oh, hell yeah. So what does the Lawnmower 4.0 have in store for you? Well, it is the most advanced trimmer that Manscaped has made for your boys down there. And it is the best shave you'll get. It has anti-cut. like It has like the best skin safe technology out there. What it does is the blade is kind of like ceramic, actually. So when it's cutting the hairs down there, when it's shaving the hairs down there, it prevents those nick cuts. You know, the... Ooh, ah, well, Big Bang cuts that everyone hates to have down there. So you get the best shave down there and the most comfortable shave down there without having to worry about, you know, getting like that. Also, it is waterproof. So if you're shaving the shower, yeah, it can withstand that. It also has a 4K LED light on there to make sure you're visible when you're mowing your lawn down there. So have the best kept lawn down there, especially, and don't freak out anybody this spooky season down there. If it's on your face, though, you know, you're you're probably going for something this Halloween season. So I understand that, but you don't want to be spooking anyone down there. So you can go get your lawnmower 4.0 now at manscaped.com. Use the code CPP to get 20% off and free shipping on your entire order. So you can get the, like, the crop preserve, Rans at JV and Baldion, the crop toner. You can get literally anything the Manscaped has. Use the code CPP, 20% off and free shipping. Thank you, Manscaped. Now to our feature presentation. So we have Michael from the band October Ends on the podcast. Their new album phases comes out on Friday, October 28th. Huh. Perfect timing for an album to come out for a band called October Ends. We talk about the album. We talk about its dynamics. How no song really sounds the same. Is John or Blenny bending style. How their song, Call Me Before I'm Dead, literally got me going. Like, I couldn't believe it. Especially with the Kid Bookie feature. Why One More Round is Mike, one of Michael's favorite tracks. How they filmed some of the music videos. And a crazy idea for me. To potentially become the merch guy for them during their next music video if they're doing it like in public or whatnot. Yeah, we came with all this on the podcast. It's a little bit of a shorter one, but trust me, it's a rapid fire hitting one that you're not gonna want to miss. So please welcome Michael from October Ends to the Corporate Guys Podcast. Are you guys ready? Let's go! Yeah! Well, 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 ladies and boys and girls, listeners of the Court Progression Podcast. When I first heard about this band, I'm like, I saw it said UK Metalcore. I'm like, UK Metalcore? Oh, boy. Then I listened to him like, this is not Metalcore. This is also Metalcore, but there is so many other genres in play here. This band is basically genreless at this point. So 
you're going to want to go and check them out. They've got a brand new album called Phases coming out at the end of October and October 28th, which coincidentally really fits in with their name. So please welcome all the way from the UK, Michael from the band October End. So Michael, welcome to the Core Progression Podcast. Thank you very much for having me. We appreciate it. Glad to have you here, man. How's everything going in your world right now, especially as you're gearing up to the album release at the end of October? I mean, how has everything been going so far for you guys? Absolutely great. Um, we've had like a really like positive team behind us, like getting ready for the album launch and stuff like that. We've got uh, an album launch show at the end of October as well, same day, Friday the 20th. Um, if anyone's listening, Newcastle, come get a ticket, uh, Live Nation of Horse as well. It's going to be a really fun like Halloween show. Um, we've just been working our ass off, really trying to, it's been, this album's been sorted for the past like year or so, and it's like getting all the team together to kind of push the main majority of it out. Uh, it's been a very fun process compared to our last two albums. So yeah, it's been absolutely great so far. So when you mean, when you say that this has been much more fun for you compared to the last other albums that you have made, what do you mean by that? Because especially after listening through, I mean, every single song is so dynamic in its own right where I can easily see where that fun is coming from, but I just want to know exactly like why was this one much more fun to make than the previous ones? So with the previous album, Zodiac, um, we had a completely different lineup. If anyone knows the kind of past with October ends, we have had numerous body member changes. Um, it's been quite a long road trying to get the right members of the team to like everyone to be in contact with each other and actually fit musically. Um, but this one, since our most recent bassist and guitarist joined, uh, it's just been a perfect mix, mix and match with everyone, really. We've kind of all collaborated our ideas together to finally find our sound out better. Um, so it's been really fun, like especially with the kind of EDM to the kind of techno stuff to the rapping, which is new for us. Um, but like kind of keeping our heavier roots as well. It's like been quite a fun process to try and like experiment with our sounds and obviously with unified backing us now as well um they've been completely supportive with literally everything we're doing so it's just been like a really fun recording process trying to just bounce ideas around from each other because so we've got like there's four, four four of us who do like the recordings and stuff like that and yeah it's just really really fun compared to the last ones well that's always a good thing to hear especially with a bunch of member chains where you finally got that point in time where it's like with as a band, you know, you have all these different pieces. It's kind of like different ingredients to the point where, you know, things might work out, but it might just not, you know, be the best thing. And like, think about food wise, you got five ingredients, you get inferior ingredients, they might not just taste right, but you get everything put together in there perfectly. Now you can really work within that and you can create something absolutely magical. And especially with using like more of the rapping style on this album. I mean, that was one thing that especially I was running through. I'm like, I'm kind of surprised they actually put this in here, but then especially as you go through it, you get to see really how it takes shape, especially on the second song on the album, which was, I got to make sure I get it right, uh, Call Me Before I'm Dead, because I believe that one you guys had Kid Bookie featured on that one, correct? Yeah, correct. That uh, is released on October 19th of this month. We've literally just filmed the music video for it over the past like three weeks. Uh, so it's quite exciting to come across. It's completely different than any of the music videos we've done before. Um, but yeah, October 19th is going to be fun. I mean, that was probably like when I was running through because I was listening to these. I was went through a whole entire run through of this album. I was listening to these songs. And when I got to that one, I was listening. I'm like, all right, I see where this is coming from. But then all of a sudden, once that Kid Bookie uh, feature came in, it completely like changed and rounded out the dynamic of the whole entire song to sound yeah. a lot more full and connected. I'm just <laughs> like, what? wait, what's going on here? And I'm like, now I'm starting to really get into it. And then right after it, you put in this heavy ass metalcore breakdown that literally had my hat flying off. I was banging my head so hard. <laughs> I mean, right before you jumped on this call, like I saw your little thing come in here on the icon on Zoom. And all of a sudden I had to 
give me a, give myself like 30 seconds because I had to stand up, go find my hat, put it back on, sit back down, get myself situated because I knocked the mic all over the place too. Like I couldn't help it, man. It's it was somewhere like I had to listen to this to get amped up for this uh podcast. Oh, right awesome like, and that was the song that's I had to go with. It was probably my favorite one on the record and the kid bookie feature rounds it out so well. It is in it is intense like and now I can't that's wait to watch this music video when it drops. Absolutely. I'm excited to see it myself. I think Nick's, so we do all the music videos ourselves. Uh, with Nick, right? Kind of, well, he records everything and then he'll put everything together as well with the color grading and the editing. So I think I'm not too sure where he's at with that right now. I'm pretty sure we started early because we've only a few weeks away until it's uh, being released, but it's going to be quite fun to see what the end product. I mean, it's going to be, especially also to hear just kind of, not only just see what the music video is like, but just see the reaction from everybody, especially when it comes to this song. Because again, that whole entire piece that comes in there, it's such a great feature. It might be the best feature I've heard the, the whole entire year, just how it rounds out the whole song. And then again, once you get to that breakdown, it just hits so damn hard at the exact same time too. It's it's something that you're craving for right after. It's like, I want this to finish out as heavy and as hard as possible because your, your adrenaline is amped up to that point. And what I'm what I'm thinking about this is, man, can I get over to the UK for that show on the 28th so that all of a sudden when this comes on, all of a sudden when that part happens, I can tell everyone literally split this place down the middle because I want to run headfirst into somebody and see what happens. Like I'm yeah. that amped up to do it. <laughs> Honestly, that's awesome to hear, man. Thank you so much for that. Um, yeah, it's a really that's probably one of my favorite on the records as well. Um, that and one more round because it's quite a heavy one as well. Um, but. It was different to work with Kid Booty for sure. Um, obviously, he's got kind of quite a lot of background in the UK. He's done a few songs with Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Um, but it turned out really good, the song. So we're more than happy with how it's turned out. And again, the breakdown, absolutely love it. <laughs> no, and I think the fact that, you know, you, you with Kid Booty, that he's been on a couple other tracks, especially with Corey Taylor as well. So when it comes to the rock and metal side, all of a sudden they're going to see that that feature is on there. And a lot of rock and metal fans are already going to have that connection with Kid Booty where it's like, Okay, when he's on a track, especially more of the rock and metal world, there is something about his style, his flow that really does fit. So there's going to be, I'm not sure if it's necessarily going to be an attraction right away, but it's going to be something of a point of interest where you're going to want to go and check it out. There's a curiosity behind it when you see it. Absolutely. I mean, again, we're all excited to see how it goes. I think it's probably, well, obviously you love the kind of releases that we've done so far. Like Obstars was a really good music video at Shooks. We did it in Canary Wharf in London. And we did it on London Bridge as well with the oncoming traffic and stuff like that. And people taking photos and videos and asking for a lot of crap. It was like, it was really fun. So that was different. Um, but I think we're all really excited to see what the reaction is, especially with the feature and that. Because our first feature we've ever done. So, yeah. The- I mean, probably one of the best features you'll ever do. So, but also now you're talking about Upstars, like filming that on, you know, it live in London, filming it on the bridge with oncoming traffic. Where'd you guys get the idea for that? And how did that like actually work oh. out? Especially because you don't want to get hit by oncoming traffic no. while you're filming a music Literally, video. We, um, we came off the, I can't remember what you call them in London. I think it's the trams or the trip. Like it's pretty much a train line. And we saw London Bridge and we're like, oh, that'd be cool. So we started taking like just normal photos there. I think it was Nick had the idea. It was like, it'll be cool because there was like a massive in between the kind of dual carriageway or whatever you call it. There was like a kind of little platform between the cars. And he was like, that'll be cool to go and like shoot on there. So we're like, no, we'll probably get hit or something because we're all doing spins and that as well with the guitars. And um, we're like, oh, fuck it, let's try it. And we did it. And luckily no one got hurt. But <laughs> it was a very strange thing, but it was really, really fun as well. Like literally when the traffic lights were stopping and that, there was people like asking us a lot of questions. So we got a chance to promote the band and stuff like that as well. So yeah, it was really fun. Just anything anxiety, to get, but... 
I'll say, I didn't even get a chance to promote the band because thinking about this from a fan's perspective or just a casual observer's perspective, especially on a rather busy bridge, all of a sudden they see you guys going out in the middle of this thing on this platform, doing spins, going nuts, and all of a sudden now, you know, the light changes and you guys run back. It's like, okay, what are these guys doing? What is the purpose of this? And yeah. because it's so out of the ordinary and it's so out of routine, People are going to be curious about it. So they're going to ask you, what's going on? What are you doing? Why are you guys spinning in the middle of the freaking bridge? And all yeah. of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, you know, we're in a band. We're shooting a video. This is our band. Go check it out. Absolutely. I see what's great. Um, I think even for, I'm sure we got into the Snapchat stories kind of thing as well. Because a lot of many people took, like, honestly, it was a very strange experience, but hands down, like, one of the better ones as well. Just, like, again, with being able to, like, talk to a lot of people and getting followers and that, it's, it's a very wholesome experience. <laughs> so the, I'll say the next time you guys are making a music video and you have an idea to do something like that, bring a bunch, like, bring the merch guy with you and set up, like, a little <laughs> table on the side. It's like, yep, we're doing this. You guys are curious. Hey, you're talking with us. I mean, yeah, that we're selling really merch right idea, there. Yeah. Go get yourself a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we think of that? God damn it. Oh. It, it, it took you to talk to me and just my brain to be like, bing, yeah. wait, why did, because now I'm thinking about this, even like for myself as well, it's, if I'm going to go and promote like the podcast anyway, why not just go with some random piece of merch all of a sudden and do something crazy? It's like, well, what's he doing? Oh, hey, you like this? Yeah, this is the, this is what we're promoting. You want a t-shirt? You want the album? You want the vinyl? Because I'll put it this way. If I saw you guys out on that bridge going nuts, I'd be curious all of a sudden to ask you, oh yeah, we're this band called October Ends. This is what we do. I mean, I'd be curious right then and there, and I would, you know, at the very least have to go and check out your music just to see what it is about and like what's going on. And yeah. if all of a sudden I like it and I'm watching you guys, I'm listening to it as you guys are doing this stuff. Next thing you know, I'm going to buy a t-shirt. I'm going to buy a copy of your album like in vinyl because, well, this bad boy needs more vinyl. So like I kind of want to travel to London and have you guys do this again and be like, hey, I'm here. Yeah, I'm buying that stuff now. Hell, I'll be your merch guy. Be like, get your merch here. Get your merch here. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, hopefully we'll be in the US at some point soon anyway. So we'll definitely give you a shout out if we're doing any music videos over there. <laughs> oh, perfect. Because then all of a sudden, you know, I'll for my full-time job, I'll take the days off of work. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? I'm going to a music video shoot for October ends. Why? They're shooting the video. I'm just staying off on the side selling merch for them. You find that to That's be fun? More fun than health insurance, man. <laughs> absolutely jesus christ yeah and then all of a sudden the next night okay now you guys are playing a show that night and all of a sudden you know start playing music all of a sudden everyone's like "Ooh, we're getting into this all of a sudden something heavy comes on and i'm just in the middle like split this shit we're one death <laughs> in this motherfucker that would be awesome honestly we're more than happy to have you as a merch guy oh hell yeah hey i'm, I'm, I'm pitching I'm, I'm i'm literally doing an interview and i'm pitching myself for a job like it's <laughs> this is like a dual interview right here man what the hell's absolutely. going on here <laughs> It, it literally took us 11 and a half minutes to get to that point. Like, I'm, I'm a little shook right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good man. So, going into it as well, because outside of uh, Call Me Before I'm Dead, you said your other favorite song on the album was One More Round, correct? Yeah. So, why does One More Round stick out to you as, like, one of your favorite songs on the album? Um, It's probably one of the, especially one of the heavy ones, I'd say. It's one of the most technical, like, kind of, riffs that we've created as October ends. Um for me personally I kind of wrote it about Squid Game per se. Um so a lot of the lyrical content behind it's just going from the T V series. Um obviously money overpowering your mind and stuff like that and just like constantly facing 
or feeling like you've got to like go a certain ways to actually escape any reality. Um, so it's quite fun writing the lyrics behind that. Um, it's really fun to play as well. Like kind of like tests my ability as a guitarist, I'd say. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was like probably that one just because of the technicality behind it, really. Interesting, because like it's, I'm looking at my notes on the whole entire thing too, because I've got a note sheet that I went through on the album. It's 17 pages long. I wasn't gonna cheap out you guys for this one, <laughs> and I'm looking through and just like especially from the intro, I was taking a look at it, and it like the intro was the first thing that just stuck out to me on this song. Is somewhere I'm like, this is something that is really interesting, really different, but I'm really curious about it because it had more of this like Matrix style electronica techno. Or like a riff similar to like the intro to God of Fire by Fit for a King to it. So it had something completely different to it. And then it, you added more of this like, more of like a metalcore riff, like similar to like the Doomsday riff from Architects that kind of like molds all into it to create something heavier in the essence behind it. But there is so much going on there where you're looking at this, you listen to it in the first five seconds, you're thinking, what am I actually getting myself into? Because this could go in so many different ways, but your curiosity is peaked right from the get-go with the song, with One More Round. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. It's, uh, yeah, it's definitely fun. I mean, we're going through rehearsals at the minute. Um, we're still going through like drummer auditions as well because we don't actually have a full-time drummer. Um, so like playing that for the first time all together, it's, it's very... I can't really say anything but from like cool and wholesome. Um it's fun to actually get the band together and like be able to play the newest stuff. Um but again, like one more round is genuinely one of the most technical riffs that we've created. So it's like getting everyone together trying to play properly and that it's been a challenge, but it's really, really fun. So it's gonna be like you guys are gonna be up on stage playing all the other songs, everything's gonna be going nuts, all of a sudden one more round's gonna come in and all of a sudden yeah. it's like you guys are gonna be like stood in more of that, like, you know, like basically like the crab core stands just like yeah, getting ready just like well why are you guys why don't you guys spin around going crazy you know how technically difficult this is we got to make sure we play this right yeah absolutely um but now we're really looking forward to playing it especially like we've still got a few of the uh old songs from the zodiac album in the set as well just for like kind of the popular songs per se um but it's mainly everything from the new album um and we just can't wait to it really. Um, hopefully next year, the UK and the EU will be hopping up. Um, and at some point in the very near future, the US as well. So it's very exciting times ahead. I'll say hopefully next year that the uh, the time comes to call in or certain bands, him a call with different tour packages, different tour offers to get you guys over to the US. And it does make sense that you'd be playing some songs off of Zodiac on this set as well and continuing on because as you grow as a band and you do have those other songs that are out there, there's going to be ones that hit, really hit with people, the ones that people really get connected with, the ones that really drive people to the band. So of course, you know, you're going to want to play those live in order to get that too, but you're not going to want to sacrifice on showing them the new things as well. And as October ends continues to grow as band, as you guys continue to make more music, I mean, it's, it's, it's the problem of every successful band where what do you play live that people are going to like people that's new. Where's the balance with that as you have more in your back catalog? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to be fair, we're already kind of working on album three as we speak. Um, we've got quite a lot of demos behind us already. Um, so we're constantly just working like, again like four of us have our own home studios and stuff like that so it's just constant bouncing around ideas and that um and yeah it's just really fun to like finally have a team together who are all on the same page and same like want the same kind of music and stuff like that so it's again really excited for what's about to happen really i mean it's going to be exciting especially with unified behind you guys as well i mean that just adds a lot more 
it's just a lot more weight to your music as well. And when it comes to just the different politics inside of the music industry, when it comes to getting on tours, when it comes to going different places and the finances behind it, having a partner like that behind you guys is going to be a major help in making sure that, you know, some of these ideas, some of these thoughts, some of these dreams turn into goals and then turn into reality. Absolutely. I mean, to be fair, half of this would not be possible without our manager, uh, Wayne. He is part of Fly South Music Group. He's been an absolute godsend from day one. Um, to be fair, like none of us still realize it happened over COVID. We got a random email one day from United Talent Agency, uh, Chris and Brian, and they really wanted to take us on for bookings and stuff like that. And then out of nowhere, they're like, we've got an interview set up with you for a manager. Turns out it'll be Periphery's manager. And it's honestly, never looked back. He's, he's been an absolute godsend with everything handling from bookings to the kind of nitty gritty stuff with the label and whatnot. Um, it's just, yeah, like we are very grateful for everything that's been happening recently. It's, it's, quite unbelievable like when you think about it really but it is what it is i guess we're uh, just trying to enjoy every second that it is and we really want to help and roast so now you're pumping up the team that's been behind you guys throughout this and especially from the start you opened up with that and then now as you're bringing up more specifics it's just like my god you really do have the right team behind you guys in order to make sure you guys are as successful as possible on top of it of course with the new album with how different how dynamic it is and with the fact that you guys don't even sit within a specific genre where it's like you guys can bounce over all these different places where you bring more of this metalcore side, sometimes more of the post-hardcore side, sometimes more of this ballad technical side to it, bringing in the electronica style, bringing in more of this rap style to certain songs as well. There's such a differentiation in there where you guys have such an array that you can fit on in terms of what bands you can work with, what bands you can work alongside, what bands all of a sudden, okay, you get on a massive tour. Yeah, you might just perfectly fit on there just given the strength of your of the diversity of, of your music. And yeah. then all of a sudden people listen. It's like, what is this? Oh, it's October ends. Okay, well, how do we describe it? That's how you describe it. It's like how people describe Bring Me the Horizon right now. It's yeah. what style, what was their style? It's whatever the hell they want it to be. Absolutely. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, uh, we're we all come from different backgrounds and stuff like that. So we all wanted to like kind of create the albums to have as many genres as possible. So it's not just for like one listener. Um, like obviously lyrically and stuff like that. Uh, myself and Nick and Alex always write like from our personal experience as well. So it's not just like you kind of get go trying to get along with a song and stuff like that. It's all like genuine thoughts and feelings that we've been progressing over the past however many years. Um. But it is fun to like kind of get different listeners on board and like with like since we're signed unified and stuff like that, we have got a kind of a bigger fan base and like different people coming in from different backgrounds. So it is really fun to like learn about everything and like the demographic behind everything. So yeah, it's really fun. And then with the album release coming up as well, you know, Unified's gonna have another big hand in helping continue to grow that as well because they're gonna be able to help get you guys to more of those people that have yeah. different musical tastes as well, just because again, the album is so dynamic, it's you never know what song's going to land on. Like using Spotify as an example, you don't know what song's going to land on what playlist. You could end up on the like the metalcore playlist that especially me and all my friends love to listen to, but yeah. you could end up on you know more of this like post-hardcore side. You could end up on a different software playlist that some of my other friends listen to, and all of a sudden, I could be hearing about October Ends from people that I never thought I would have. It's just like, huh? huh? You, you guys are liking October Ends? Um, I got a podcast for you guys to check out there. <laughs> That would be awesome, honestly. Um, again, it's like it's nice even with the reaction videos and stuff like that. They blew up since playtime. Um, we've had like more since Destroy Us All and uh, Of Stars as well, but we've never had that kind of feedback before. So like the second there was like what forty, fifty ones for playtime in the first like two weeks or something like that, it was just an incredible reaction. And obviously the views keep on popping up and up. 
uh, we're getting like a really good lot of positive feedback. Obviously, you get the negative ones as well uh, from being a post Malone core band or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's just really overwhelming with the reactions and stuff and just getting everyone new involved to actually listen to us. It's like we're a local band from Newcastle. We didn't expect any of this to happen whatsoever. Um, but it's really overwhelming and we're just trying to enjoy every second of it. I mean, just be lost in the moment and just be present with everything that's going on because you're never going to be able to go back to this moment. Of course, you're always going to want to look forward at certain to certain things of the, the next step, but always enjoy the moment that you're in because you're only in that moment for that specific period of time. And of course, when Call Me Before I'm Dead drops, especially with the music video, can, can we try and get like some of the like these like gigantic reactors to react to it, like get Nick Nocturnal to react to it? Get, I'm trying to think something. Get, get, you know what? We're going to send it to the two rocking grannies. I want to see the grannies react to this bad boy. <laughs> that would be awesome to have. Um, I mean, we've had the likes of Tulip Mafia and stuff like that, who's been like quite a big support for... Oh, he need, he's going to need to hear this one for sure. Because uh, when that breakdown hits, I want to see him just like flip his chair, jump about his yeah. table, start going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Even Hardcore Keen would love to get a reaction from him, so we'll try and do our best. Um, again, with like reactors and stuff, we're trying to build like a foundation with everyone, so... If we see someone react, we'll try and like contact them and then see if they'll happily react as well. Like kind of get a conversation going, get to know about them a little bit. Um, we're just kind of trying to build like an actual fan base at the moment, I guess. Like actually interacting with the fans and people who are actually giving us time to listen to us. So hopefully things keep on going the way they want. I'll say definitely do that because that's one major thing that really helped out with Electric Callboy once they released Hypa Hypa because starting to see people react to that. Then all of a sudden they did the reaction to people's reactions. We're reacting with people at the exact same time as well. So yeah. if you get a chance to do something like that and just continue to connect with those people, you're building those foundations, you're building those relationships. And with those reactors that have a larger audience, if you're building the relationships with them, now all of a sudden the audience is going to be gravitating towards October Ends to see what else you guys got out there. And there's going to be some songs, I mean, we're all human. There's some songs we're going to be like, you know what, that's just not for me. But there's going to be some songs we're going to be like, whoa. <laughs> Absolutely. Honestly, I, I appreciate the words there, man. Like, seriously, um, it's nice to know, like, people are enjoying it, I guess. Um it's again we didn't really expect anything from it like obviously i know we signed a label now and stuff like that and things have went from here to here but it's still like overwhelming for us writing because again we're just class ourselves as a small local band we just kind of want to be heard and make some noise really so we're trying to do everything we possibly can it's kind of staying humble in the whole entire mix as well really sticking with who you are as people and just you know again just enjoying the ride the whole entire way that it has been kind of modeling the and like and you know also just continue to connect with everybody and creating those positive connections, not only with the people that you're working with, not only the people that you're connecting with outside that are going to help you guys out in terms of like promotion, in terms of just connecting you to other people, connect to other fan bases, but the fans as well. I mean, that's, it's like the seven dust model right there. And who doesn't want to follow the seven dust model? Absolutely. <laughs> oh my God. Every time I get a chance to bring seven dust into a podcast, I'm like, I knew it was a good one. If I'm bringing seven dust and equating it to another band and in any aspect, you know, it's something good. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. <laughs> so one more thing before we close this one out, because uh, you know, I know you've got to get going some really soon. So last question is what do you expect is going to happen with the band? Let's get a little prediction wise. Let's start looking to the future. What do you expect is going to happen after the lease of phases? for October ends. What do you think the turnaround turnout's gonna be? What do you think's gonna happen with all these fans? Um I uh, from a guy riddled with anxiety genuinely <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to expect. I think we're gonna get quite a good reaction. Um 
I think Unified will obviously push us as much as they can and hopefully next year we're obviously in talks with bookings and stuff like that for UK and EU tours. Um, I think the more we actually get the opportunity to tour with a few of the bigger bands and stuff like even the sport acts and that, the more chance we have to kind of make some noise and like put on the stage performance that we know we're kind of like we're quite an energetic band. We're all young. Uh, we're really eager for everything. We've been like this for God knows how many years now. And now that we've actually got like a team behind us in the back end and that like it's not a time where we're just gonna keep quiet. Like we're constantly writing new music. Um we're constantly trying to push ourselves and like spread the word out about October ends and stuff like that. Um but I've been in the band for seven years now and it's just been constant hard work really, on a monthly basis. Um yeah, I think hopefully that it's gonna be a really good turnout. Um and that people just continue to listen and kind of want to share it with their friends and stuff like that. And hopefully we'll be on the road very soon. Hopefully we get, hopefully all that comes true, but I'm going to give you one more thing and I'm going to hope this comes true. So I'm going to try and speak into existence right now in 2023. It doesn't matter if it's one show or two shows or three or four or 10 or a whole tour, but I want to see October ends open for bring me the horizon in the UK. That is looking. Yeah. I mean, that would be awesome. If we could open up for them, that would be absolutely incredible. Um, we'll see how things go and hopefully, I mean, we have a few people we might know, but yeah. <laughs> and and if, if it's just one show you guys get to do for them, contact Kid Bookie and be like, hey man, you want to like actually come on stage for this for this piece? Why? It, you're going to be doing this in front of, you know, a Bring Me the Horizon crowd. Yeah. You know how big that crowd's going to be. And it's just like, fuck it, I'm in. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, that is, again, like the, some of the artists that's been influences us for, because, well, since I've been a kid playing guitar and stuff like that, um, it's weird, like, again, like what I said earlier, being signed as, um, like, Periphery. We all, like, absolutely love Periphery with a passion. Uh, the same with, like, Fallen in Reverse and Paramount and stuff like that, who fly self-manage as well. Um, it's it's just insane thinking about who the team is behind us and actually pushing us to try and get where we want to be, really. So, it's, again, it's, like, really overwhelming, especially for everyone, like, not thinking that this was ever going to happen and then just randomly get an email one day. So, you never know what the future holds. I mean, we've got the team behind us like that now. So, two is in the future generally anything could happen all right that's it 2023 at least one show opening for bringing their horizon a couple of shows hopefully here in the u.s opening for the likes of fly the periphery or falling in reverse because if it's falling in reverse you damn well better believe i'm gonna have my ticket for that as <laughs> soon as they go on sale because me falling in reverse that's a good throwdown i want to be at and i love to Absolutely. be a good throwdown so <laughs> Woo! all right well michael as we bring this podcast to conclusion one thing i always like to do is give my guests which is you in this instance a chance to say whatever you want to say plug whatever you want to plug promote whatever you want to promote the end of the podcast so michael floor is yours well i'll, I'll, I'll miss out on october 28th phases uh i'll buy you an ft um make sure you try and hit any pre-order links and stuff like that um if you're in newcastle uk come to our show it'll be a really fun time uh, a lot of halloween vibes um, and yeah, if you haven't checked us out, just go and give us a listen and see what you think. Uh, we appreciate any feedback, whether it's positive or negative. Just your time is what's most important, I guess. So, yeah. Perfect. Now, it's every this podcast with three very specific things. So, of course, Phases comes out on October 28th. And you're going to want to follow along with October Ends as much as possible. You want to follow along with them on social media. You're going to want to be able to listen to the album when it comes out. Stream it, download it, buy it, all that stuff. You're going to want to get some merch as well. And if you're in Newcastle on album release day, yeah, you're going to want to go see that show as well. You're going to want to be a part of the Halloween vibes. If you want to go see a show and, and you're, news you're in the Newcastle area and, hey, I want to see a show, get them Halloween vibes. But unfortunately, because Ice Nine Kills is going to be in the U.S., you won't get the full-on Halloween vibes. This is going to be the best thing you can do is go and see October end. So instead of having to look 
everything up yourself because no 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 you don't want to have to look everything up yourself you're gonna want me to find all the links for everything put them in the description of the podcast have it say find october ends online have all the links there all the labels for everything for you to go and do that and that's exactly what i'm gonna do so go in the description of the podcast yeah. everything for october ends is gonna be there for you and yeah and now it's time for number two well michael i tend to make a promise to all my guests that i enjoy having in the podcast because as a way to say thank you and as a way to say I'm, I would like to continue to support the band, this has happened to every guest I've ever had. And my God, there is no way you're breaking that streak right now. So this is right. not an if. This is not an if. If implies possibility of not happening. I say screw that. I say when because it implies this is going to happen. Date and time, hell, we just don't know when that's going to be yet. But when I get to see October ends for the first time live, Michael, my promise to you is this. First round's on me. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> and also, if you make it over to the U.S. and you guys are shooting a music video and you need someone to stand outside, uh, outside on the like, side of a bridge selling merch, let me know. I'll make it out there. I don't, I don't care if I take a couple days off of work. It's like, what are you doing? I'm selling merch for October ends. Damn it! Honestly, that would be absolutely fantastic, man. I've been love having a part of this podcast as well. So thank you for having me. Um, I really appreciate it. Thank you, honestly, the kind words and stuff like that. It's, again, it's really overwhelming for the likes of us. So genuinely, thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. It was a blast having you. And now closing out this podcast, should I end it by saying goodbye? Hell no, man. That is way too final. That I want to say, you know, again, I have that promise to you. Well, and I would love to also, you know, be the merch guy outside of video. She'd be like, get your merch here. Get your merch here. You want a Tilt Brands t-shirt? I got one right for you. Okay, right over here. Yeah, just all of a sudden they're going to shoot when they come back. When the red light hits, yeah, or when the green light hits, when they come back, you know, you can talk to me, take pictures of them. But when they're gone, come to the merch table. I got you guys covered. So I can't end this by saying goodbye. So I'm going to end it by saying this. I'll see you later. I'll see you very soon. Well, folks, I'm interview with Michael from the band October Ends. Once again, their brand new own phase is coming out on October 28th. Yeah, that's going to be this Friday. Perfect time to come out. For band called October Ends, am I right? So what you want to do is go to the description of this podcast right now to be in touch with everything October Ends, which includes all their social medias where you can watch all those music videos, where you can stream the album, download the album, buy the album, pre-order it, pre-save it, where you can get the merch for it as well. You can get those vinyls for it, baby. And also where you can see their show in Newcastle on album release of October 28, 2022. So if you're in the area, in the Newcastle, UK area, definitely go and check it out. You want a show with Halloween vibes? Unfortunately, not get it from Mice Nine Kills because they're touring in the U.S. at that time. But get it from October Ends and get that same kind of energy. Ooh, yeah. And you want to follow along with them because you never know what's going to happen in 2023 and 2024. So go and do that. Also, be sure to follow along with the Corporate Rush Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for your viewing pleasure. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. Face or um, YouTube for the views of it, you know, where you can watch these interviews. Along with uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon, and any other audio stream service we might be on. Thank you, Britain Media, making sure we are on a lot of different services because, man, when we started out this year, we've been doing the podcast for almost like about three years at that point, and we did not even hit 10,000 audio streams. By the time this episode comes out, we're going to be over 40,000. Like, that is an insane growth over the course of one year, and we're just going to keep rolling with it. So be sure to follow us on this journey. If you like what you hear, if you're already subscribed, or if you're just subscribing right now, a gigantic thank you for supporting this podcast. If you're not subscribed and you're like, I don't want to subscribe right now, please reconsider. But if not, again, you're always welcome to jump, uh, I was about to say show back, but also, eh, you're always welcome to come back at any given time because, well, you like music? This is where it is to be for the music. 
Okay, now I'm really messing up on the whole entire outro at this point, but we're just going to roll with it anyway. I also want to thank our sponsor, Manscaped. Remember, 20% off and free should be the code CPP at checkout at manscaped.com. Thank you once again, Michael. Uh, this was an absolute blast, and I can't wait to be the merch guy at your next uh, music video shoot if you guys are doing here in the U.S. It's like, yep, we're, uh, we're shooting on the Brooklyn Bridge this time. All right, shoot it. Okay, come off. I'll send me on the side. My chair, get your October ends, my chair. So if they're shooting a music video in the U.S., I'll let you guys know because then you can come get some merch and come meet the band too. And I'll see my dumb ass, you know, slinging merch for him. <laughs> Can't wait to do it. So on that note, that's going to be for me, guys. Thank you for listening to the Core Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin. And you guys know how I am every single one of the big, healthy, and hearty. See y'all.